Welcome to part three of Storyboard's how-to series. I'm your host, Jeremy Lin, Storyboard's head of customer success. Throughout this series, we're chatting with Storyboard team members and podcasting pros to give you the tools to create your very own private podcast. It's time to think about preparing for a successful recording session. Today, in part three, I'm excited to be chatting with someone who knows the ins and outs of show prep as you think about whether you should use notes, should my episodes be scripted or non-scripted, and how to prep interviewees. Introducing Storyboard's very own software engineer and longtime podcast producer, Ryan Token. Ryan, how's it going, man? I'm doing really well, Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for jumping on. So Ryan, one of the cool things we do at Storyboard is that we can support creators who need help with show prep, both through our customer success team, and they can also opt to work with our in-house producer. But today, I want to cover some of the frequent questions we hear in those discussions with creators. First and foremost, do you have an opinion on if episodes should be fully scripted, or do you think they should be more free-flowing? Yeah, personally, I, I really prefer a more open episode myself. When you keep things open and more free and free-flowing, I think it feels more natural to the podcaster themselves and to the listener, to both of them. And if you do that, I think it lets the conversation go in different directions that maybe you wouldn't have expected to go at first. And this can be really good. And even if it goes a direction you don't necessarily think it's going to go and you want to steer it back, you can always kind of turn the tables back to the direction that you that you want it to go. And to add on to that, if you have outside guests on your show, which is a common thing to do, I, I really don't think you should have them be scripted. Uh, <laughs> absolutely not. Like You want your guests to shine. And limiting your guests on what they can or should say or anything like that, generally not a good idea. So... If we go that non-scripted route for an episode, how heavily should we be taking notes beforehand and really getting ready for those episodes? Yeah, so in terms of note-taking, I think you should do whatever feels comfortable for you. You know, Early on, when I was starting my podcast, I took a ton of notes, uh, way more than I needed to. You know, Between nerves and not really knowing what I was doing at first, I wanted to be as prepared as I possibly could. But as I moved along, as, as I got more comfortable doing the podcast, I started taking fewer and fewer notes and just going more on flow and, and what we were talking about you know, as, as the podcast episode went on. And I have a co-host too, and he takes even fewer notes than I do. You know, He's just more comfortable that way. So I would say just do whatever feels right and natural for you. If you're really nervous, I think having more notes can help keep you on track, can give you more material to reference as you go on, things like that. And then if you do get on track, don't worry about it. If you get lost and don't really know where to go from there? Guess what? It's a podcast. You know, you you can edit it, and you can always re-record a section or a section of it, and, and edit that in to wherever you got off track. So I want to jump back to your point. You were talking about interviewing guests. Even if you're not taking a lot of notes, if you're doing one of these interviews, do you plan out every question, or are you letting the conversation really let it go as you go? Yeah. So personally, I I tend to have an outline of questions that I'd like to get to at some point in the episode, right? But it's definitely an outline. I don't necessarily even expect that we're going to get to all of the questions. You got to be flexible with with the questions that you put in place if you do create an outline like this. When I'm structuring the outline, I, I try to think about how the interviewee might answer those questions. Maybe, you know, if I have a good idea of what they might say, you can kind of plan the order of your questions accordingly, according to how you think they might reply. And you can have your questions flow in a logical order that way. But you know, if, if the conversation starts going and you ask a question and the interviewee kind of takes it and runs with it, and it's good content, stick with that. Try to come up with some follow-up questions that flow in that direction on the fly. Don't be too rigid 
with your outline and just move to the next planned question just because it's the next one in your outline, right? If things are going well in the direction you're going with your interviewee, stay there, you know, capitalize on on the good content that you're getting. Don't uh, force yourself back into the the planned list of questions that you had before. And then if you do need something to come back to, you know, your interviewee is going and you think is a good stopping point on whatever tail you're, you're chasing there, uh, you have your outline of questions ready for you. You can always come back to that and carry on. Ryan, I think that's a really good point. In a lot of our discussions with customers, a lot of people want to know, do we keep this question structure more rigid or do we just go with the flow and really adapt our questions to the conversation? On that note, if you're interviewing somebody on your show who may not be familiar with audio or podcasting, how should we go about prepping them for what's to come on the episode? Yeah, great question. And this is one I think about a lot. There are a couple of ways I think that you can handle this. One is just tell them the general topics of the episode and what to expect beforehand. Two, the alternative here is just actually send them the entire list of questions right? that you're, that you're working with and outlining yourself. And there are pros and cons to both. And there are podcasts where you might want to do the first and might want to do the second. The first case might allow for more spontaneity. You know, you're just giving them the topics in that case. You're expecting them to, you know, be pretty well versed in what they're going to reply reply with and letting them kind of direct where that's going to go. And then in the second case, where you send them the list of questions, that's where you're really letting the interviewee shine. They're going to have a lot of time to prepare, give the best answers they can. So which one you choose, I think, is based on just the priorities of your own podcast, right? If you want your podcast to be more of a conversation base, I'd suggest just sending them the topics and letting it kind of go from there. And you'll have more of a back and forth that way. If you want it to focus heavily on the interviewee and what they think and really shine a spotlight on the interviewee, I'd go ahead and send them the full list of questions. Because like I said, if they have that full list, they've got time to prepare exactly what they want to say give a lot of thought and fleshed out replies to those questions and, and take it from there. So it depends on how you want to handle it. But I think either way you go, um, you're going to get some good, good content out of it. Ryan, I think that's a really good point you bring up about the opportunity to let your interviewee shine. One of the things that we see that's very successful at times is having a dry run call with somebody you're going to be interviewing on the show. That way, to your point, you can really help them shine if they want to walk through some of the things that they're going to say beforehand, they have the opportunity to do that so that when you get to the actual recording, it's going to be the best product possible. Yeah, that's a great point. And that's something I, I've done a little bit of in the past too, especially for people who are new to podcasting who haven't done it before. If you want to get them in there, just talk about what you're going to be talking about, maybe give them a few questions to run over, make sure their audio is coming through clear on their microphone and, and the camera's working if you've got them on video, all of that. You know, so that's, that's a great call. Awesome. Ryan, thank you so much for joining. Of course. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Listen to the final two episodes in this series where we'll be chatting about show ideas and formats and how to promote your series internally. At Storyboard, we have plans for all different sizes of organizations and teams with free pro and enterprise level subscriptions. To learn more or to request a demo, visit us on the web at trystoryboard.com and follow us for updates on LinkedIn and via Twitter at storyboard underscore FM. Thanks for listening.